0: This meeting is being recorded.
1: Oh, yeah, that's a good DP.
0: What's up, Grotto? Uh, lots of stuff happening this week. Next week's the big one. Season 10 kicking off. Got a lot of new stuff, new format. Big big one. Let's hear it, guys.
1: What are you? No, I mean, doing? it's just like it's not just the big one. It's like a big, big one. Three chases,
0: playoffs. Uh. How many spreads? cards are in in, in this series? Did you say 26? 26. That's insane. So uh, fuck everybody who thought that, that uh, Esteban Diacono would never have any holder utility, right? Yeah.
1: Uh, I burned several. <laughs> <96 Socking. pounds laughs> shocking. Shocking that
2: team event cards have future utility. It's crazy. It had ever to be done that?
1: to complete. I wanted two elephant sets, and I got two elephant sets. It had to be done. But yeah, it. Uh, those were... One of the myriad of things, Uh, you know, my kind of happy it's not calling in the uh, tab for coders correlated right now because I have some nice quantities of higher numbered things that I didn't used to have. So it's uh, quite the announcement for sure. Never get comfortable.
0: Yeah. One of the major changes is we're doing head to head matchups now. So it's not all the teams versus all the other teams. It's head to head with a spread, right? That I think on you're going to be on that committee with Ratro and threes to kind of figure out how do we set those lines? How do we make it competitive and fair? Um, that aspect of the game, I think it's we're kind of beyond franchise era. This is like almost a new era in my mind. I mean, I know it hasn't been named yet, but like this seems completely different than what we were doing before.
1: Yeah, the Vegas era. Right?
0: Season Last time,
1: <laughs> you know, it's true, true franchise era, you know, since the teams and stuff.
2: I mean, it should be fun. You know, theoretically, the point of the spread is that, you know, you're, you're setting a line such that it should be truly a pretty 50-50 proposition. So, you know, whether it's, you know, whoever the monsters versus the X's and you say, wow, you know, the monsters have, you know, so many more inserts and so much more holder utility than the X's. Well, you know, the point of the spread is that that should be pretty much a toss up. Um, that's, that's the beauty of that. You know, it's Alabama football playing, you know,
0: ECU
2: yeah GCU no no ECU oh I think you said GCU since they were you know participating in the semi-final
1: purpose of a spread I'll ask you about this so it's to actually find one slightly more than the other right point of the spread yeah does it still because you you still have to find like that because what I'm curious on like do we ever accidentally create, once we do this, a, I mean, obviously like we wouldn't cause threes would protect against that, but it's, it's almost still gotta be a little bit of a, yeah, good thing you tried more than the other one. Like, it's gotta be like right on that notch. Like it's yeah. like, it's like 50.5 or like 52. Like I'm curious. Um, This is more of just like a general question on odds making, like how is that approached or spread making,
2: well, so in, in traditional sports betting, like in real life, what they're trying to do is get, you know, basically they're trying to weight the action on each side. That's why the spread moves up and down, essentially. Uh, if they're getting too much action on one side of that, the spread adjusts in order to incent people onto the other side, essentially. So now I think we're going to have obviously static lines here, but it will be set such that I think I, mean, I, haven't, I haven't talked to him about it, but I would imagine that essentially what we're trying to do is make it a coin flip type of game given the
1: spread. Yeah, I'm how concerned are you being matched up against, say, the participants? Mm-hmm. And their spread like I'm I'm curious mm-hmm. what a spread max is or like there's spread like are we looking at having to hit 55 more times than them or something like to beat them? Like that's what I, that's that was my yeah. I mean like
2: yeah I mean I like, obviously they don't know the numbers. You know, we'd need to look at you know holder utility as well as you know, insert utility, and then sort of quantify all of that, then kind of measure them against one another. But yeah, it would look something like you know, like a you know Jacksonville Jaguars two thousand you know seventeen versus the you know New I've England Patriots. It's like
1: about teams that pre-planned well getting hosed for a while. Like it shouldn't be an incentive to like burn forty percent of your shit up front or something like that. So. I'm, So what I'm saying, I'm not saying it sucks or something. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm interested. Mm -hmm. I want to see how it starts to play out, right? right? That was was my concern going into the system is this idea of, like, coming up with with a budget and a goal and being like, oh, cool, the first eight weeks, that was a bad idea for you. You know, like, I... Well, you know,
2: I mean, to your point, so, I mean, thinking through it logically, so let's say... Let's, let's use your team as an example, since you guys you know it. You guys have a ton of inserts, tons of them, probably the most. Um, so, you know, it stands to reason that in week one, yeah, given that you know you've got such a large you know advantage on inserts that it will be a larger spread than it would be later in the season as you work that stack of inserts down. So, I mean, that does you know depends on what you guys want to do right
1: but on a sports translation i think that it almost feels like it penalizes you for working out better right or doing better nutrition or whatever so that's the that's the that's that's the the concern and i'm interested to see it in progress. like i'm not yeah i think my counter to that
2: do i know i think my my counter that would be is it's not a disadvantage unless you don't use your stuff so to your analogy um you know yes you worked out you're in really great shape that's only going to penalize you if you fail to show up i.e. like don't use your inserts because yeah, yeah. so I, I understand what you're saying and that not,
1: not i'm worried I'm about kind of feeling boring. obligated to use more to use than, it a yeah. normal no I, I we're still using of course playing yeah. but it's like that like oh cool you should have done 20 percent more than you thought immediately or for a few times. I'm just that's yeah. that's the real like big mystery point for me going into the start.
2: Well, you know, I mean,
1: absolutely. You
2: know, to your point too. It's also going to depend on what the other team does, right? Since it's, you know, your performance relative to theirs against the spread. So, you know, like you said, you know, maybe you go, you know, at uh a sort of medium sort of burn sure. and so if we're the other team it out. Yeah. yeah. And if, if the other team goes light or if they go heavy but don't hit a lot, of, you know, we all know how it works. So it should be fun. I mean, it should be a lot of fun. I, to your, to your point, too, I think we are all going to figure it out. Definitely no one knows more.
1: I think um, it's cool just that he's over, like the, the couple of you guys is that he's bringing in to like make sure it makes sense and stuff. Like, that's like who, all right. We're in an NFT project with painted baseball cards and dick jokes, but like, how cool
2: is that? Like, that's one of those like. Awesome. It's also, I mean, we can also literally wager upon the outcome of these <laughs> right. things. Aside from, you know, with, with retro sportsbook, how cool is
0: that? That's a great point to bring up. I think the way they're doing it is basically uh, for the week you have to call five games, but it's not like this person wins, this person loses. It's, it's more of like, do they win both games, or none of the games, or or do they split? And you do that for all five matchups. And I think it's just going to build up oranges over time, right? It's winner takes all. So you have to
1: have a perfect pick. Yeah. And then there's a rip, Riff? A riff? What's, what goes to the vault? Is that called a riff, like the 20% off the top? The vig. The vig. Yeah. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and then, yeah. So, like, uh, that'll be fun. I mean, never enough oranges. Yeah. It's also,
2: I agree. I don't think it's going to be very easy for an individual to you know, get that right. Yeah, perfectly. Cause you've got to get it right. It's not do better than everybody else. It's hit it perfectly. Additionally, you've got to be willing to wager an orange on it, which, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, what do you think the you know probability, uh, what sort of probability would you ascribe to hitting that? I mean, pretty negligible. And yet you're going to be tossing oranges into the ring to, to you know, it's, it's not a freebie. You're gonna have to pay for the for the opportunity to bet on it so it'll be fun to see what people do with it um it's gonna be interesting i guess theoretically it would be i don't know if we'll have the ability to wager on it on the um on the two weeks where there's only single headers that would theoretically make it easier i,
1: I think that feels like you would and it's going to be a bit of a maybe a pot cleaner
2: that could be yeah because i, I, uh,
1: I think that would yeah. be by design but plus yeah. you would have multiple people hitting and it would split like right I, I I definitely feel like that's something he saw as a mm-hmm. possibility, and it's it's going to be a, a a thing.
2: Yeah. So we guys want to go through kind of like high level, you know, quickly over the season. I know, you know, we did an LLG on that, but given this is, you know, probably the biggest news, you know, that we've all got.
0: Yeah. One, go one more thing on the spread. Yeah. So I'm thinking <laughs> that that first week is going to be a little bit of a learning curve of figuring out what those spreads look like. And if I know anything about you know sports books or whatever, your performance in that first game is probably going to affect the line because there's a difference between your capacity to burn and your willingness to burn. And I don't know if like you guys as the odds makers are going to be looking at okay, the monsters have a shitload, but they didn't like come out guns blazing. So does that affect the line in the next week? You know, that's
1: understanding of stuff. is our potential is our potential.
0: Sure. It's okay,
1: not going to be like it's not going to be a well, they really didn't show up against the participants, let's slide them four, it's still going to be like, hey, look what they have in their fucking wallet. <laughs> yeah. you know? because
2: nothing, nothing would prevent them from, you know, like rope doping it for four weeks and then uh, like getting that spread down and then just, you know, cleaning up. Not saying that's what they do, but yeah. No, it is It is. But a, in the a NFL, potential...
0: there's some yes. plays you might look in the back of the playbook that they hold off till the fifth week, you know? I mean, there's I mean, just stuff that, like that, you know?
1: That backfires. Yeah.
0: No, I, mean, like, it can.
1: I, I think the easiest way to like kind of know for sure that's not going to be the case. I mean, there was a couple owner things where like it was discussed, and like even I was curious about like is there a potential cap? And there's no cap. If there's no cap, then there's no adjustment for what did they do or analysis or something like or having Chat GPT say, "Oh, did they do this?" Like, I, it's just we're gonna we're gonna have to. Roll with it. It's designed to continue moving things along, and it's you know it's going to be fun. Like the head to head thing, not going to lie. I got a little chip on my shoulder with with one of the teams from last season, and you know it's it's going to be
0: fun. Yeah, I think as owners here, and uh, we can speak for the rest of the larger owners group. There's no dispute on these. Like the line set, the line is what the line is. We will recognize whatever the outcomes of the games are, and it's a game after all. We're here to have fun, and you still are going to hit cards and yeah, it's going to be great.
2: And I, I, you know, I definitely don't want to take any of the air out of the balloon about, you know, trying to win and whatnot. Absolutely. You should do that. But we should also all remember that, you know, the winner of season 10 is you know, that is not really how we're going to frame success as a project, as a community, Look, like, you know, like you know, one team is going to win and then all of the others are going to lose that, but you shouldn't really kind of, I would encourage people to not think of it, you know, as truly adversarial. We are really all on the same team. We're going to have fun with this, but worth, worth keeping in mind.
1: Yeah. yeah, It's an extra element. Um, But like, I don't, I don't look at my finished elephant sets and think, man, I suck. (laughs) You fucking loser. Um, Also, I mean, yeah, let's, let's, let's talk about the season highlights, but. Fuck man, there's something else happening this weekend that's gonna be awesome. But so we'll get to that.
0: A little right. teaser, a little teaser. All, all right, so...
1: isn't this trait reveal weekend? Isn't this Is tra- it? season two trait reveal? I thought that was part of Father's Day.
2: I think on Sunday he said that we might might be doing that. Is that
0: all, all right. right? Yeah.
2: I don't wanna I don't wanna lock him into
1: that. I don't know if that's changed at all. So uh... perhaps have a high degree of certainty that will continue to be it because okay it'll be no i i i'm i'm just calling i'm calling my shot obviously things oh, nice. good, right okay. like i'm just doing the yeah i think it'll happen uh i think good. he sits around in the studio on father's day and reads old cards from dino and looks at pictures on the fridge and he's ready to rip, to reveal these i think these are his new kids that he's going to present
0: you know 100
2: of
1: them right
0: well, he was painting on that Twitter spaces. So I think he's putting some finishing touches on some cards there.
2: Holy crap. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so let's, let's dive let's in. Start. Yeah. So, high level overview 10 week season. We've got four double headers. You're going to play the same team on the same day two times. Do that four times. Then there's a single game. Then we've got a six week All Star break. We come back. We'll play that same team one more time that we played on the on the front half then four more double headers um, there's gonna be two forms each day you're playing the same team like I said um, you couldn't you know win both games you could lose both games you could split games and I think that's at, at its
0: very highest level anything else you guys want to add on that fun wrinkle for this year we don't it's not starting with 01. It can be any fucking card. So that's fun. Yes.
1: Yeah, so real quick, I don't know if you caught this, and there was one of the days the other day I I was partially out. When he first announced the season structure, he pointed out if you win the first half or the second Mm -hmm. half, you you get a guaranteed 22. Now what I'm curious about, do you think that's number 22 or do you think that's drop 22? I think it's drop 22. Agreed. Yeah. I almost wonder if that's gonna be like number one or something. Could be. Could be.
2: Yeah. Um you know, that that is an interesting point. The um yeah, there's a there's a lot there. You know, kids, you said it, you know, this this is no longer gonna go in you know, numerical order, which is interesting. I love very, that. Very, very interesting. I
1: you know. I love it because like it makes sense, like cause you're gonna have some like <laughs> what's really gonna be weird is like um you know, I don't I don't know how his formula works, but like if somebody's like, yeah, game two, we're gonna go heavy on the burns, and then you have like game one is like drop twenty-four and there's like nothing unlocked and there's no holder utility, and it's just like this weird I can, yeah. bag of spins. Like it's it's just gonna be it's gonna be fun to see those higher number ones, uh higher number items go.
0: Um because what's the additions will be affected because there's no holder utility there. Like what, like the number of spins and stuff for the different wheels. Oh, it's the gonna trail the fuck off. Like highly effect, uh, affected by that. you've unless
1: got,
2: yeah, unless there was just a tremendous amount of insert burns that day coincidentally. Yeah.
1: Fruton, you've got probably the best recall. Um, I'm just trying to call it in my head. Mm-hmm. NFTs, Cardinali, uh, highest numbers so far. NFTs. I know we get a dot pigeon. What? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Intra- yes, uh, yes. 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 Yeah. And then Cardinale, I know touched pretty high because they had an award in there from the first team event and stuff like that. Yep. yep. Um, where do we trail off on third coders? Is it a couple tied um, around that number?
2: I would. I would think subs would be next.
0: Mm-hmm. Let me. Uh... Yeah. Yeah, because they have the Tim Stoddard at the end there that put oh, them Oh into... yeah. Well,
1: they added two during the team event.
0: Yeah, Bill Bonham, Tim Stoddard, put them probably in third place. Yeah,
1: everything off pretty quick. Uh that's gonna be the funniest thing to me is seeing how that goes. Uh one of the things I think we owe it to kind of call out came out of that owner's meeting. He said the thing about the utility unlocks, or what how did he phrase it? The thing about the line. Not, not the line, not the set the line. The,
2: are you talking about the total insert burn? Like for the for the bulk burn?
1: Yeah, about how there's like, a, no, the baseline he talked about. There's like a baseline for the drop and then utility unlocks that. I think, so the, the thing we kind of settled on for a way to describe it was like, if you exceed, and I say you as everyone listening and on your teams, if you exceed the set, metric he has in the background there's like bonus unlocks across the different things for numbers available it's not just going to be like oh cool they did this many new burns that's more for the burn pool i though he kind of he kind of agreed it was like the valentine's thing where if we do more we unlock bonus stuff so like by doing an, a, a high level of burns we kind of like do that gift opening of some new stuff available but. yeah
2: i interpreted that as it would create more wheel spins that it would be available for everything across the board so whether that's you know the gelt wheel the valentine wheel the quad wheel and again you know the, I, all of them I, I that was my understanding um
1: as well so that would be an interesting
2: interesting dynamic cool
1: me i'm i'm curious to see the, the ranges right mm-hmm. like how these addition ranges will go because people will like you talked about that group think there will be a game wherever sorry i hit my pop filter. there will be a game where everybody syncs up and just doesn't doesn't do it and like if we don't have those bonus ones and we didn't meet the baseline and the burns are low like what is our potential spread here 50 60 you know i'm curious. Like. Yeah how much different some of these additions will be. And it'll be like uh it'll be funny because it'll be like a 24 with 130 and uh two with 40, you know, who yeah. knows? Like right
2: knows? now th- it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be fun. It also creates some you know really interesting interplay and dynamics there as we correlate as we paint, right? Um yeah, you know, whereas you know in series nine, every every edition Minus the chases and minus you know the test of will, was an addition of 133 to begin.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It can be very different now. It's entirely driven by utility, our decision making, our 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 actions essentially.
1: Season nine, a base card is a base card. Was the lesson, right? There was the the thing with, and and that's at a very at a front level of base cards are all important because people would get in a tizzy over having number one and there was a couple that would have lower editions and stuff and he w- he was trying to show everything in the range has value and it's like this time it's like performance dictates you know value or performance dictates uh there's i don't know i'm curious like how that how that works but like uh it's just fun i'm excited
0: you think we see an edition of 200
1: yeah. yeah i'll yeah. say yeah I'll say yes.
2: Yeah. I think so. I mean, if he had it set at 133, you know, and, and that was a bit artificial. And by artificial, I mean, it wasn't, you know, that was just his feel, and he went yeah. with that, and it was that every day. Uh, that's what I mean by artificial. I mean, we've got a lot more players. We've got more inserts spread amongst more people than we ever have. And boy, I think ready people are ready to use them. And I imagine <laughs> there's going to be you know and now we've got you know head-to-head matchups i could see one team going i don't know super hard one day you know uh, to try to beat someone like you know the monsters who you know they're they know they're gonna need to put up a, a big score they're gonna need to hit a lot of cards to beat them uh there's just no way around it
0: i don't i haven't counted our inserts between our two teams the nfts and the monsters but i can't see our spread getting much but we're gonna get a couple points i think crouton that's That's a matchup I'm excited about. I just think the NFTs and monsters match up really well.
2: Yeah, and the beauty of the spread was that really all of these should be compelling, even, I'm not trying to pick on them, but even like, let's say the Xs, you know, who objectively speaking have the least number of inserts and the least holder utility. These lines really should be constructed in such a way to where, boy, you know, that it could just be their day. And if, if we don't do what we're supposed to, or, you know, the wheel is unkind, you know, we're gonna we're gonna split the we're gonna split it or we lose losing both. Who knows? Uh you know, it's 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 gonna be fun. I think everyone's gonna have a chance every day, which should be really interesting.
0: It's interesting to note as well that we are not doing a team release this time of like putting a new team up for auction. We're doing the regular teams, NFTs through Elephant Men, and then two additional teams, the free agents and then the participants. Um, and the difference between those two, Luch, Crouton, if you guys want to explain that. Just so people understand what those teams are. Sure. Go ahead. Uh,
1: I'll I'll take the free agents. Kruton, do you want to take I the? Sure. participants? Sure. Yeah. I, I think I think uh, coming out of your mouth it'll be the best. Um, free agents would be those who had at some point paid their fee in, and some uh, decided not to take an offer, and play for themselves, and some have since been released by a team and find themselves in the free agent pool. Uh for whatever reason, either never signed or or released back. But, you know, they're in, they get to participate in drops, and now they have a form of a, a form, a an entity that is competing alongside. Um, you know, and it'll be kind of fun to see what might get spicy. You know, we had we picked up Brody Prada. Brody's the only person who completed a chase as a free agent, if I remember correctly, um, yeah, he, he got all the way to 13. Yeah. Was yeah. 13. Yeah, did great. yeah. Did the, did the, did the, did the accessible hard stuff, right? Like 14's the, the dick kick one. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, that was, that was the reason why we picked him up. That was gumption and, you know, showing he was here and interested in the project and stuff like that. Um, so, it it would be kind of fun if there was a couple of those in the free agent pool and you could really, you know, punch some people in the mouth, Uh, but it's, you know, it is, uh, it is those without a team and a chance to show you belong on a team. And now you have just every chance uh, to compete alongside.
2: Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's a good characterization of free agents. I'd say by and large, free agents have been, likely cut or um I don't think what I'm trying to say is I don't think we have many people who said you know I don't really want to play on a team I think free agent free agents by and large have been made free agents i.e. they've been cut for essentially not doing you know buying into the team concept or
1: I think there was one notable that I still have an unread DM friend request to to like see what was going on probably Dick Slayer <laughs> Yep. No. No. Uh, you know, maybe he just, he's the lone wolf. Yeah. But, you know, in, in,
2: in his defense, I think, you know, he really just kind of wants to play his own game. I actually think it makes sense <laughs> that he doesn't want to play for a team. He doesn't want to abide by a team rule or play team strategies. And that's, he's well within his rights to do that. Um, and, I, you know, it's actually, I admire that more than saying, yeah, I'll play for a team and taking the salary and then just violating team rules. So uh you know fair play for you know at least at least you know being straight up about what, what it is you want to do and why you're here and all that so no problem uh as it relates to participants um so I I think of those more as people who um you know maybe do want to play you know kind of week to week and maybe have been sent they, they've been sent there by their previous team and You know, I wouldn't exactly call it a promotion, uh, all things considered. So there's likely a number of reasons that you were sent to the participants. And, you know, I think it's maybe a good way to, um, I don't know, maybe an analogous, you know, sort of, you know, thing to being sent down to AAA, you know, try to to play well, try to demonstrate commitment that you're interested, that you're into it, that you can help a team, that you want to help a team. And you know, there's a path back for you, you know, on any of the teams, not just the team that sent you to the participants. So, you know, I, I view that as a an opportunity for people to, you know, make it back to the major leagues, if you will. And you know, they will not, you know, have the benefit of you know their their GMs and their ownership um, at all. I guess you don't they have think Ness the
1: GM's going to be involved.
2: Yeah, well, I don't I don't think so. I don't know Nest Graphics. You know, it, we're, we're going to find out. I guess we're going to find out. So it'll be interesting. And I think, you know, it does highlight, I would say I'm only privy to what goes on in our team channel and whatnot. But I like to think that, you know, as an ownership group that we do provide value uh, in the form of, you know, in, in a number of ways, whether that's, you know, trying to help people educate them, help coach them advise them on things for their wallet, et cetera. So as well as strategy, you know, on a day-to-day basis, we we do that. So, you know, it, this is another thing where I think people will uh you know, perhaps participants will, you know, won't know what they got till it's till it's gone, sort of thing, where, you know, now you're now you're really flying on your own, which is fine. Uh if that's what you want, um sure, no problem. Yeah, you know, I understand that, you know, our approach and my approach and shit the monsters approach or the subs approach it's not for everyone there's nothing wrong with that so perhaps the participants is a better fit and maybe another franchise makes sense
1: yeah it's a it's a season in cuba it's a designation to AAA. it's you know it's it's a wake-up call right like um something i'll loop back to real quick on free agents like i don't know who in the free agent pool would be listening to this and not on a team If you happen to be, and you're wondering why you're not on a team, reach out to, you know, I don't, I'm not going to put myself in front of anything, reach out to the GMs, reach out to the owners, ask them, let them, remind them you exist and you're locked in and have the conversation of what do you think it might take to get you on a team if you want to. Um,
0: Tuesday's the deadline, right? Like before we Yeah, yeah,
1: we still have a, a couple days to figure it out, but it's, it's approaching. Would be funny to see uh Dick Slayer lead the free agents like Bad News Bear style. It could be the what's the one kid that like gets added in and just starts hitting dingers. Um but you know, yeah.
2: it's, it's, so I, don't, I don't know, I don't know how you guys handled it uh with the monsters, but we I think by and large we were just straight up cutting and waving people as opposed to sending them to the participants. The mm-hmm. distinction being that um, participants earn their full salary, and that's have paid by three people
1: over to participants. I'm sorry. Have you already sent people over to the participants?
2: I have one that I'm considering.
1: Yeah, we need to we need to find out the window on that because, like, so I think you know by but, before Tuesday. I think you know we need I, to. Lock it I would have lane. expected some kind of like. I I don't think we've kind of gotten word from up high like to no. I actually how to do that. So I actually need to remind. Or like post something in the team channel. Um, not that anybody on here cares. But there's a couple owners listening. Like yeah. that that deadline is coming up and we probably do need to be proactive on that. And I think, yep. I think that might have slipped through. Um mm-hmm. yeah, if you well, want to know yeah. if you want our way in on what's going on, like yeah, our hands getting forced a little bit on how we were approaching some of the play, but like it goes in line with the proclamation of about a month and a half ago of like, trust me where we're going. Right. Right. Right.
2: Yeah. I, we, we, what I was trying to say essentially is, you know, we send oh, a sorry. lot of people to free agents essentially instead of participants, because I don't feel that those people really should be paid a full salary by threes. Uh, I'd rather pay the 45%, make mm. the mistake, pay the 10% to the league, take the 45% back because the people that we were cutting, I don't really think should, they're really not a part of this project. I'm have no interest in continuing to pay them three penny or having threes pay them three penny for them to essentially sell it back to us and not give a shit. So yeah. I'd rather eat, eat that shit sandwich now and, you know, cut them, pay them 45%. And I also think that, you know, optically it sends the right message that, Hey, you know, not good enough. Thank you. Goodbye.
1: Yeah, I think I think uh I'll count you know, I'll counter that. I, I certainly respect that stance on there. I think there's several times where we've made decisions based on the conditions as announced. And so I'm happy to use the small amount of participant designations to offset a little of that. Um just because I think there was Some upfront growing pains that I think it's fine to absorb into there, but I totally respect that that. Yeah, and
2: to be clear, I'm sorry. Anyone who has been cut from the NFTs, as in they now a free agent, I I can assure you they're not listening. I can assure you they don't give a shit, and I can assure you that they absolutely don't need to be on the participants. They're not going to come back there. They've earned this many times over. Is what I'm trying to say.
1: No, I'm talking about the hit on the on the on the salary, like who's like the pay in the half versus the. I'm just yeah. saying. There's a couple times where we've been mm-hmm. affected by the best foot forward overall, and I'm okay letting this pool be used for that. You know, threes is paying it though, right? Yes, or the league, or us, or you know. But like, that's that's what I'm saying though. Like, there's things that have that have been changed and things like that that. It's, you know, we we signed up with a different idea of how things were progressing, right? Like, so, like, it's not a, I don't think it's a, it's a monumental amount. I, I And plus, participants needs players, so we'll send them a couple.
0: Was it Fair said enough. whether or not all participants had to be declared before season starts, or can you send them down to AAA after a bad game? We just I- need to I think,
2: I think the rosters are set on Tuesday or whatever, and, like, that is your roster unless
1: you add someone during the all-star break, right? You can do cuts through the season, but the roster's set. Yeah. And, yeah, like on the ads. So.
0: when that kind of brings us around to the other big change in the season, which is got to burn a participant token or something from the Madness contract or pay 100 Tez per week to participate. Um, right. With that change, do we anticipate free agents or participants to pay that entry fee to even be competitive against other people? Like, how do you set a line on a team with three people that are willing to to pay for it, you know?
2: Well, I mean, uh, that's simple. It's still whether or not they choose to enter the overall – I mean, the denominator is the same. Like, the denominator is what it is now if they all – you know, didn't, you know, get in their car and drive to the baseball field and show up to play the game, you know, can't help you with that. So the spread will be, I imagine, calculated and computed off of their theoretical, you know, opportunity, what they could use. And obviously, if you don't pay the 100 tes or burn something from the madness contract, you are unable to participate, you're unable to claim holder utility, you're unable to yourself on the wheel in any capacity so yeah you you're gonna take an l on that one um and you know that's also that goes for teams as well if you've got a team and you know say you've got a guy with holder utility and inserts and he either doesn't choose to or misses the form whatever it's still going to count against you and he's not even on the wheel so it's particularly you know painful if you've got guys that are not showing up for the game
0: I could see someone on the participants or the the free agents team kind of stepping forward and being like the leader of those groups and trying to rally everybody up to be like, hey, let's fucking burn this shit or let's pay. Let's get this going because they're going to have a very good spread advantage. So if they do show up, it, it could yeah. be a punch in the mouth situation, right? I'm just envisioning okay. something scary where like only two participants are playing against the NFTs. They got a spread of 50 or some nice. shit. We have a bad wheel day or something. I don't know. And we just don't meet that 50 threshold and lose right. to two individuals. Not yeah. that I think threes would let yeah. that happen. I think something would be affected in some way there.
1: I, I think you'll find that it'll wind up being a case. I'll just make a prediction up front that a portion, a decent portion of the people in that pool, whether it be free agent or participants, will have a decent level of holder utility but they will not have a decent level of burns. And they also, your the line is set before the participation is set for the week. So they might have the ability, holder utility-wise, to pop 50, let's say, and only two of them pay the gate to even get in the drop. I'm not super worried about it. I think we're looking at one or two games in the season where maybe they do get their stuff together but i'm not worried about the line serving as a juggernaut to serve those groups because i'm willing to bet the commissioner has it in the interest of the project to make sure that's not how this mechanic is designed i think they'll get smoked i think they'll get smoked smoke most most games that's because... my nice way of saying it <laughs> yeah
2: I, yeah, I'll, yeah I, I think they'll get smoked because like you said you know there's going to be people like you know cetera, you know etc others who have you know pretty substantial wallets, um, not necessarily inserts but holder utility things of that nature but I mean there's a zero percent chance that he's going to pay 100tes he doesn't have any madness tokens and you know I think that when you kind of look at the complexion of what the free agent teams look like, it's a bit self-selecting right same with participants you know they either have demonstrated that they don't really want to participate i.e you know spend the 100 tes or use a madness token if you don't do that then you can't even play so i i imagine they'll get
1: smoked uh, just I, I wonder a if strategically if dick slayer should try to get on a team request designation to the participants and that way he has a smaller pool that he has to carry on maybe <laughs> go. the only one that does some he still burns i think right yeah uh,
2: he, he, maybe he's just dms graphics
1: so. <laughs> but it's it's the, that's just all that's a thought game just to highlight the importance of putting in enough worth that you belong on a team and actually belong right yeah. like if you're doing the project right if you're yeah. here to be here you would have, you would have had some World Cup stuff. You would have had some Rumble stuff. You would have had, would have stuff to get. in even if you have to do half and half, um, what does the old Tez God like to say? We all make decisions, right? Um, well, you know, let, let's talk
2: about the, uh, you know, the necessity now to either pay hundred Tez or use a token from the Madness contract. I know that that was perhaps a bit divisive with people, um, given that it's a new, new thing. And, you know, I understand that. I appreciate it. I respect where, you know, the, the surprise and concern is coming from, but, um, you know, maybe it's just a learning lesson for those who have chosen to not participate previously. And I guess the, the, the lesson is that, Hey, you know, I do need to participate in things. Um, perhaps directly now, because that is a path for me to participate in season. There's going to be more opportunities for people to earn participant tokens. I think he even kind of alluded to something perhaps during the All-Star break um, as well. And and additionally, you know, we've had, I don't mean this in a condescending or chastising way, but, you know, there have been a lot of ways to earn them, whether that was World Cup, like you said, uh, Rumble tokens. We had March Madness, and those will be minted and distributed. There have been uh, yeah, the, a lot of inexpensive ways to, you know, like five duties, ten duties. Um, you know, I think, and he said it many times, and I know that we have two here, but, you know, I think a lot of times people just really outsmart themselves by saying, I just don't really think that's worth it. And, you know, that just really hasn't paid dividends for people. So I, I'd encourage you to, you know, maybe... You know, perhaps now that you have a better insight as to the participant tokens and, you know, we all learned that day of, including owners, I know that going into the call, but, you know, you're not ever going to be punished for participating in this project. Um, so, yeah, you know, stick a, with it.
1: You know, you pointed out the duties. I'm curious what the breakdown would be at the highest level. What was the most expensive game token? Was it 120 of each?
2: Yeah. Um, so for uh let's Cup. see for for March Madness it got up to oh boy oh, no, um,
1: uh, I'm strictly talking wor- uh, World Cup oh okay that's um, our exposure to participants like you had to have a game token to unlock a participant right if you won you got so two.
2: for participants that we also did March Madness we haven't received those yet
1: but right but 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 right but I'm I'm still just focusing on our first encounter. oh okay because okay. like I'm I'm trying to think of like that. There's there's some some levels where 100 Tez is kind of a, a deal here versus oh, a, a participant was on those higher level. Yeah, uh, so That's where like liking the art comes in and kicks you in the dick where you're like, oh, I want to keep one of each. And all of a sudden, like those eight you've got in the stock are like. Mm.
0: I've got a full it's set. I'll tell you right f- now, I'm going to be given 100 tes every week. There's no way I'm burning those. I don't want to talk anyone out of using your utility or burning those participant tokens away. I just love that fucking series too much. And I want the whole thing. I I went out and rebought them for way more than 100 Tez in a couple of cases to complete it. Um, So Tez is 72 cents right now. Go buy 1,000 Tez for 720 USD and you're set. And, you know, not for nothing, Threes does a lot of fucking work for this project and we don't pay him very often. So I feel honored to give him, you know, 1,000 tes to allow me to play this game for 10 fucking weeks, you know. And you know, the primary sales he's getting off the base cards are coming in 3P, which your salary should easily cover uh, for the most part. So it's not like that's coming out of your pocket. So this is our chance to, to pay the mastermind behind this for doing all the legwork, for making this a real project for us. So I have no problem paying that week to week
1: we've talked about i think he's even when when has paying him directly ever seemed like the bad choice right right well and um, you know yeah there's also he loves to go like well you should be using this utility he covers both sides but like when when would giving three some tests be the wrong choice right
2: absolutely yeah and and but you know to those who do want to use it that's that Mm -hmm. is good too there's absolutely nothing wrong with that you know you buy your inserts which is also how he gets paid and you use them and you turn them into participants or whatever you turn them into. And if you want to use them, absolutely you should. And that is good for holders. That's good for everyone who owns participants. That's good for the project. It's so, yeah, know I, I, know, I know, I know no one was saying otherwise.
1: You don't know if it'll come up as a bonus thing in an event. Did you burn a participant in season 10? Cause mm. you know, that's part of the thing. Like it's, it could be a thing, you know, like right. it might make sense to do some of yours in Tez and some in participants to cover your bases strategically. It's true.
2: I mean, you know, Damn we've it. Seen, yeah, We seen things like, you know, what, what Luch said, what he described there happened before, you know, when we burned our three friends for the, uh, the O-14. Uh, you made me think of it the other week. Yeah, I was yeah. thinking
1: of an example yeah. the other week where you were like,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why that i did it for pepe i was like well fuck it i may as well burn three because you know that's me um you know I no, it's like, that's what, yeah.
1: I, what we're supposed to call out here right yeah. uh how much did your ears perk up when you heard all-star break um what do you mean strategically in our holdings go on what do you mean is there anything special around all-stars
2: um yeah well that's fair um yeah, perhaps we see something with that. Mm-hmm. Has has been a year, right?
1: Yeah. And he did mention that they were undervalued. At the same time, there was a quick bit where I kept being like, oh man, I'm gonna grab a couple more of these nifty gate with all stars. And then I'd turn around and be like, damn it, Tesla dropped enough where that was a sub, you know, or something like that. Where yeah. like, you yeah. know, there's always a Sophie's choice, right? But right. um I do think I do think the times are coming that we see a little, little heat on those nifty gateway all-stars.
2: Yeah. It's entirely possible. You're right. That, that would, that would not be the craziest thing in the world, right?
1: No. Just, just throwing it out there. I'm not going to ask you to dig into how you would approach it, but I did want to like our diligence on here does have to be highlighting that there is an all-star break coming.
2: Yeah. So let's see. What other things I wanted to cover? Um, So 18 public drops. Uh, not sequential, there's going to be three six-card chases. Uh, I don't think we've spoken to that today, have we?
0: No, that's fucking wild.
2: Yeah, It is going to be interesting. Um, he was also a bit cryptic in regards to how that would be numbered. At least I felt. I don't know if it you guys hard. felt that way. I didn't feel like we get like a great answer on, you know, so will that be 007? And if anything, oh, I, I feel don't, like he said no. no.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I, if anything,
2: I feel like he said no. So yeah. I don't know what that means, though. I don't know. It could be means... drop
0: seven, but it might be number it will, oh, it will one be 2.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, or it could be, you know, like, you know, 23, 24, 25, for example, or something like that, where, you know, like all three are, I, I don't know. I am purely speculating here. But, yeah, he didn't, he, as I listened to it and tried to read the tea leaves, didn't seem to me like it would be 007. I also didn't get the impression that he was going to spin the wheel and that was going to be the chase card. Didn't get that impression either. So Mm. it'll be interesting to see how that plays out.
1: A deliberate part of the, yeah, I think, yeah, I think so.
2: I I would think, I don't know. I I could see it being 23, 24, 25 person, but
0: we shall see. Did you have this on your list? Um, Gelt will wheel.
2: Yeah, so we got, we could go over all the wheels, I guess. Before we do that, though, so all hits are going to be paid in three penny going forward. That's another big change. So it's no longer, you know, one tes or... Huge. Yeah, yeah. So so now it's, it's 10 three penny per hit. And, um you know, team salaries will be paid, you know, you'll get your first half before the, you know, week one, basically, and then you'll get your second half, I imagine, right after the all-star break so that you're, you know, able and willing and prepared to pay for hits as you get them. Um, that's, that's a big change. I know Luch mentioned briefly that, you know, the first half winner and the second half winner get buys and automatic 22s. I don't know. I, I wonder what happens if the same team wins the first half and the second half. I didn't ask. Uh, Cause I don't think that will probably be terribly likely, but you know, that will be interesting. Maybe they get, a, I don't know. I don't know what happens then. Maybe, maybe the second place team uh, or, or a wheel. I don't know. I don't know how you determine. Let's see, let's talk about all of the wheels that we know of, right? So, Kitch, uh, you mentioned the Gelt wheel. So the way I understood that was that the magic number that we're trying to hit is 33. And there's six ways for you to achieve that. In uh, It's almost like stacking. You know, I know we've done some events where you stack Valentines, but you're only able to stack you know, in a certain way one time. And by that, you know, so for example, you could use 33 ones, or you could use, you know, a 25 and, you know, fill the balance with ones and then other permutations, but you can't do it. You couldn't do, you know, 33 ones several times, for example. And if you do all six, you get a seven bonus slot on that wheel. That's, that's pretty interesting. It's first time we've seen a specific use for guilt. And yeah, I mean I haven't I haven't actually looked too closely at what everyone has, but boy, I know a lot of people can make the 33 ones.
1: But it, doesn't it, matter. I think the it was like
2: higher denominations. Not a lot of people like are gonna do
1: that. It was gonna be like eight or eight thousand or something gilt overall
0: value if you did all the drops. Do you plan on getting seven slots on every wheel, Luke? I'm not going to talk about that level of strategy with you, Kitsch. I tried. Shot my shot. I'm kind of screwed in the Gelt world. Um, I fear that my 500 Gelt is going to have to be broken down or I'm kind of not going to be Gelton. So I'm, I got to figure out what I'm doing with that. I'll so, go in team first and figure out what yeah. we can do there. Uh, you know, and, and, and... Sorry, I'm not reaching out.
2: Not yet. Yeah. But you know, it's actually interesting. So, you know, last week we talked about how uh, you, you use the 425s, right? Yeah. And so like, even now, like we see like, oh shit, definitely shouldn't have done that. Up. Yeah. Right. Because like, you know, like those 25s would be useful as it, you know, pertains to you using a 25 and then a five and one, three, yeah, ones or, yeah. yeah. Or, or or like just all ones or, or whatever. So, to be yeah. fair, on a
1: couple of trades I made, you know, I overspend the singles to get those opportunities, and some of that gets burned out and stuff. So, that, there's some leveling, but yeah, absolutely, there's a reason for everything, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, so, and so that that is
2: going to be an interesting wheel for sure. Um, I don't think we're going to see a lot of slots, you know, a lot of names. I don't think a lot of people are going to be able to do a lot beyond the 33 ones and I don't know how much of an appetite there's going to be for them to just toss those into the specific gelt wheel. Yeah, That's you could what I was going to bring
0: up. Yeah. How many people do you think, I mean, so the way these wheels are balanced out, do you think um, if you don't have a lot of inserts, all you have is gelt. Are you better off burning that gelt or playing the gelt wheel? You can do
2: both. Um, But yeah. yeah
0: dribble a little on both you would say well i mean
2: i would definitely if i let's say i had just a shit ton of you know one gelt i'd for sure do the 33 in the one in the gelt wheel and then i would you know do whatever i wanted to do on the balance in the just general burner
1: wheel historically was burn wheel like one in 19 or one in 21 or something close to that Have you, Are you ever- talking about
2: how many inserts you had to burn to hit a base like Is your right
1: odds had? i think like just um the range of it i think there was something where it was that now that might have even been like swipe percentage or something like yeah i think more. burn percentage is that's a fair the, point on if you're if you're gonna burn a block of guilt get on the smaller wheel first and then move over i hadn't even thought about it in that terms which you would think i would obviously you're if you were had a four leaf clover stuck up your ass that's a chance to hit 33 times which that's not how odds usually work, but you know, you are trading better odds for uh, the higher upside. Well, I I think,
2: Oh, sorry. Are you saying on the burner wheel or the gelt wheel?
1: Yeah. yeah, Okay. So burner wheel for 33s, right? Okay. Right. Yeah. Like on the 33 solos, I'm just saying like, Uh yeah, if only 30 people that day did it, a one in 30 shots, probably pretty good. And is. But, like, if you only had 33 and you put them all on the burn wheel, it was your day. Your upside could still be hitting 15 of those or something. Like, it just, you are trading upside for odds at some level.
0: Um, I see that. Yeah. That's possible.
1: I mean, we're all gamblers, right? Like, it's all like, oh, cool, crypto, you know, goose heads just dropped. Like, oh, no. Or, you know, we were at some point at some level. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So there's there's an element there's still it's not a no-brainer but it's a good thought right yeah. like it would so, have been better to get on the rookie wheel than buy 40 valentines i think like if you were looking at like the same price at the time i would have rather had a spot on the rookie wheel cuz you had like a 1 and 35 or something or While three. you mentioned
0: the rookie wheel before we move on to the other wheel rookie wheel there's only like nine rookies or something this time that are going to be distributed, a, a pack of rookie cards. I'm not sure how many he said. He might have mentioned it. There could be a lot of them. Yeah. But if you want to use last year's rookie cards, you have to it's, burn five equals one this time right. around. So don't think you're getting some kind of, I'm I, sick. I bought all these on secondary, and I'm going to kill this wheel. I want to
1: highlight the reason for it, because I think it falls in line with one of the things while we're, while we're here, right? Yep. There was... Certainly. And like, look, I, I definitely said, hey, I want to buy one of these and kept an eye on the market. And I, but at the same time, when I would see people saying like someone jumping in on them and saying, like, hey, you want to trade it for this, I was like immediately like, don't fucking let those go. Like, I immediately set up a uh, internal moves in our team needed to go through me first, not as a I want to snipe in, but like a don't take advantage of the new people thing. It was a, there was a lot of new people in teams at the time. And so, you know, threes adequate or or correctly pointed out. eh, People, I think were misguided a little bit on their rookie holdings by some people that it's shaken out a bit, but like someone sitting with three of last year's rookies that they coerced off someone who was trying to learn the game. Shouldn't hold the same value as someone who's joining the right way. And we're playing again.
2: Agreed. We don't want to dilute new guys, first of all, and then yeah, Yeah. same on our team. I really like that rule,
1: even though like older spose stuff's supposed to have better utility. Blah blah blah. Like,
2: yeah, I didn't. I wouldn't let people trade guys on our team for rookies either. Like, if you, I, I have bought two, but I bought them just for collecting, sake because I want them. But same. Yeah, and I also, I even if they were one to one here on the wheel, I wouldn't be personally. Putting them in because, you know, really the way, first of all, Kitch, uh, he said 10 rookie cards this year. So you could use one per drop day if you wanted, because you can use a rookie uh, a rookie card to uh, substitute in for a Madness token or the 100 uh, Tez, but then you wouldn't be on the rookie wheel. So,
0: oh, wow. So you can use that in lieu yes. of your 100 Tez or yes. Madness. That's huge yes. for a rookie. Holy shit. Yeah. yeah. But there's other ways but to wonder, play it.
2: Yeah, I mean, I probably wouldn't do that though if I was a rookie because the fact of the matter is the very best odds of hitting on the wheel last season were on the rookie wheel, which makes perfect sense because those people, generally speaking, and by and large, don't have tremendous holder utility or insert power. So giving them, essentially letting them play in the shallower end of the pool so they're not going against, you know, Blue Orgy and his, you know, millions of inserts or Lucian his tons of inserts or me and uh, others so i think it's really good that there's a, a, a hype path to them having some success having some fun building some holder utility maybe getting in the mix for some chases you know that's that's really all
0: yeah, you hit one base card that's worth way more than 100 tes so just pay oh, your 100 tes or burn your participant use your rookie token to get on the wheel
1: What the holder yeah. base is going to be of base cards going forward like we're shaking out a lot of the mm-hmm. flip it today. I, I, I'm, I'm comfortable saying in our team channel, you know, I put it out there. Hey, yes, you can use these for entry into drop day. I would heavily encourage you to find a different way to do that. And luckily our couple newer people that should qualify came in last summer, fall, and did do world cup and i'm hoping they still have a couple other things to work around or maybe even tez or whatever um i might even i i I also like following this conversation like to your point i'm going to mention to the people who've been here even if you shake a rookie loose like please don't enter that wheel i want one because whatever the piece is it's going to be hard to get you know it should burn down agreed if you are going to Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I I think if you're smart enough to listen to this pod for the project, stay out of the fucking rookie pool if you're not a rookie. Everybody can do their own thing, but like just looking at it as the only odds thing, like it really is the. I I think it's plenty fine to look at that and say, let them compete in the gamesmanship and figure out their leg up because there's a lot of older stuff that's weighed against them right now with the new entry requirements and stuff like that. Absolutely,
2: and you know i know everyone's different you know like, but like if you've been here for a while you know look, you've got the holder wheel you've got the burner wheel you've got the gelt wheel you've got the orange bidding you've got valentines you've got the three Z's, gen 1 gen 2 you've got quads maybe you're a 33 you know it's just I, I agree we've Since got other own, wheels i agree i i would stay out of the rookie wheel if you are not a rookie if you do manage to shake them loose or whatever you know i, I I think it's, I agree. I think it's, I think we're all pretty aligned on that where, you know, that really is a, we want rookies to succeed. I Mm -hmm. know I do, you know, regardless of what team they play for. Mm -hmm. You know, we should all want rookies to come in, enjoy success, have fun, learn, grow. And then in series 11, you know, they are, you know, helping usher in the next generation of of rookies. And, you know, they, they don't, now they've got, you know, all of that kind of stuff that, or, you know, some of that stuff that we have and, and now they're able to compete.
1: I'm really excited that the rookie pool is smaller for those because there was, what, 360 or whatever. And it was really easy at that point with that pool that big to say, eh, if I keep four of these and use them or something like whatever, you know, with with the there, there was just a large quantity. Now it's going to be a very important piece of their first season i obviously lower number holds more value blah 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 but i mean it just it really helps it be their game for it so um and like you said like regardless of team like there was a couple people we we wanted to make sure found a team and they did you know and i want to see them hit because i want to see them see what we saw a year and a half
0: ago or two years ago or whatever yeah, you'd, you'd say if the yeah. rookie cards are played correctly, that should be an addition of five by the time this this season goes over. You know what I mean? There should be really not a lot of those left because that's I feel like that's what he's trying to teach us from being the five to one thing. It's like you should have used these in the season that they were made for
2: because that's when yeah. you're
0: going to get the utility for them. that, that, that was
2: or, you know, collecting for collecting sake. But, you know, you probably don't need 10 of those things um, right. because really their utility is for this. So, you know, if you want to hang on to one, you know, God bless you, more power to you. But yeah, I wouldn't like pocket seven of them thinking like, boy, you know, these are going to compound on me and then I'm going to like run the train on the rookie next want, season. It ain't going to happen.
1: Yeah. I also want to kind of level set a expectation of like a first season wallet. Like don't, I mean, it sucks if you don't get the thing. Right. But I know we talked about it before. You know, my first season, where I was there at the start of it and doing burns, I hit on three or four. Same for me, me with
0: Xs. Not you a know, lot. I don't,
1: I don't even know if it was that many. It's it's tough. Yeah. And like that was I I
2: yeah. I didn't do great my first season either at all. Yeah. Even when I had some something, I I didn't I didn't actually complete the whole. Uh, I didn't get the award card.
1: Yeah. So like, I you're going to play here's what I can see happening. You play the first three rookie wheels and you don't hit on them. And you start to say, maybe I should take the test. Maybe I should do the thing. Maybe I should do the whatever. I would not, I would stick with it. If I'm talking through that, like, um, are the rookie Burns, did he comment on this? Or is it, if they go for the rookie wheel, do they have to pick one of the two games that day? Are there going to be eight games where they don't really have a on the rookie or is it for both yeah.
2: he didn't specifically address it but there's two forms every day minus the obviously the the two weeks where we do the single and yeah it would be my understanding that you'd be choosing you know game one game two um
1: and that could really make it optimal or i wonder yeah.
2: if i mean where you're you know, under- i mean i, I could see I it,
1: it could be really small wheels i
2: i absolutely agree i mean i we got nine rookies so we know that right off the bat addition of 90 that's it. Right. So, I mean, like, nothing stops someone from. I mean, I, I'm not saying I think someone's going to do this, but, you know, it's it's theoretically possible that someone, you know, a rookie, decides to put all 10 on game I want a two today. Right. You know, like, you can yeah. put all 10 of them on game two of day, of week three, and nothing, you can do whatever the hell you want. Um, and, you know, we do know, like, all things in life, that, but, you know, like last, last season, the more rookie cards that were burned specifically for the rookie wheel the more spins that were allocated to it so
1: he um, said something to the effect of oh you think you've got to figure it out and it's just yeah. this but you don't like right. so yes you can try to outsmart it but like huh. consistent play i think is i agree yeah um
2: yeah it's each- each working can handle it their own and talk to their team. But yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I wouldn't, I wouldn't like throw 10 on one wheel personally. But, you know, I could, that could also work out really well for you theoretically. Maybe if, you know, you hit, let's say you hit three of those and then, um, you know, you could shuffle those around to different, you know, like let's say it's an 004 and an 009 and an 017 and you trade those. You, you're, I'm sorry, you'd hit three of, 004, and you can trade those for others is what I'm trying to say. That's, there's no shortage of things you could do. Um, no wrong way to play this other than not playing.
1: Curious, First, I'm curious to see trade um, friction or lack thereof with what I see as being a very widespread on addition size this time. Last season, it was easy yeah. to say. I've got a four. Do you have a two? Right. I've got a two. Do you have a seven? Yeah. That's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be
0: interesting. And so so let's uh, see. insert VIGs to go in somebody's pocket yeah. there to even that out. Yeah. So let's uh, see. Last, we covered- last thing on the rookies, uh, I was going to say if yeah. any rookies are listening to this and you've heard how much utility these have and how that increases your chances of hitting a card, don't take 100 tes from a veteran for one of those. Like you, you need to put your feet in the sand and say you want a base card, you want something good for that card because it's worth it at the end of the day. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, yeah, again, we,
1: we, we all want them. You should use them, mm-hmm. but there's more of a want. Yeah. I, it just, yeah, it didn't sit well with me at the beginning last time with a couple of the snipes people were doing. I've ah, got 10 of them. Let me just get one for the session. Yeah, it's like, go fuck yourself. Yeah. We'll
2: so see. We've covered the, uh, the gout wheel. We've covered the rookie wheel. Yeah. The, easiest and most straightforward wheel that we know we will always have is the holder wheel right so every day uh we're going to have uh holder utility maybe not every day i I was gonna say slightly straightforward now (laughs) well i mean it, it is a straightforward concept now we won't have it necessarily every day given there are you know perhaps some numbers that you know we don't have cards for um but i also don't know how the chases work out but What I'm trying to say essentially is that every season that we are going to ever play, there will be a, a holder utility element to it. Um, So I can't imagine that anyone listening doesn't know it intimately, but you know, 10 second overview is, you know, if we're playing for 003s, every 003 that you hold gives you a, a slot on the wheel every three seasons that compounds. So yeah, you know, older stuff is more powerful. There you go. That's that is holder utility in a in very succinct nutshell. If you have questions, definitely get with your team or I imagine we have you know tremendous resources and old podcasts or you know, hit me up, whatever. So that's you know, that that one doesn't take a whole lot of time. Um anything else you guys want to add to that? No, that's it. Cool. All right let's see, we've also got, you know, just the traditional burner wheel, right? So that's just kind of your bulk, you know, now you could be burning Gelt or Valentine's, we'll get into the specific Valentine wheel separately, but this one is, you know, you name it, any insert you want to burn, if you want to burn colored Marlenas, you're very welcome to do that. Now, I wouldn't recommend it, but you can know, do high waist can to burn, brother,
0: dad to me, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, you can burn any insert, but one insert is one insert on burner wheel. So, typically and historically, what's happened is it's been the most economical, the most plentiful, the thing that you have the most of, and most oftentimes the, the most recent bulk insert that has been, you know, dropped. Um, and yeah, so that that one's that one's very straightforward as well. It's just one insert equals one slot on the wheel. Everyone burns, and that is really kind of what we're going to be using to determine addition sizes this year. It will, as we mentioned earlier, flow to other wheels as well, help shaping and dictate the number of spins for holders and other categories. But you know, this is the this is the the granddaddy wheel. You know, you new guys haven't seen it, but that one that will have you know eight eight thousand names on it, and you know it makes. Three's laptop looks like it's gonna absolutely crash out, and no one can read the names on there until it pops up, and you, know, you just see you know, tons of names, and you can't make anything out of it. At least I can't. I don't know.
0: All the colors together look brown. It's just a brown wheel. You can't see any delineation between the pie slices. It's great. You can't
2: possibly see like, oh, I was one one tick away from it being me. You can't even. You can't read. You can't read anything on there.
0: Yeah, that one's pretty straightforward as well. That's yeah, you know, talk to your GM about burn strategy. I'm sure that they have plenty to tell you about, you know, pacing yourself or, you know, with the lines and who the head-to-head matchups are, that's going to play into how much you burn as well. Um, and we'll all have to figure that out as we go.
2: Yeah. Uh let's see, we've got we've got orange bidding again instead of conditional and committed bids like we did previously. Bit of a hybrid approach where um can't exactly say how many are there going to be each day, but the top X percentage of bids in that that will be dependent upon and conditional upon how many are going to be allocated to that, based on, as I understand it, the total burner wheel. But um, so last year with committed, it was, hey, you know, you are committing to burn these whether you win or you don't. So that was uh, an interesting strategy angle versus conditional which was you'll only have to burn these if you win if you're if you're one of the top bidders this year he's kind of married those two up a bit because it didn't play the way he liked um, as' what he articulated it where now um essentially it's a uh, the lowest winning bid is the price that everyone above that person pays so yeah you know, if if you know, Luch has got all the oranges in the world, and he says, you know, I'm in for 500, um, but the lowest winning bid is 50, then everyone between Luch and that lowest winning bid pays 50. He doesn't have to pay 500. Um,
1: Yeah, yeah. it would have played off just, like, for that same example, like, mm-hmm. there was a couple times where Jamin, I think, really came through last season, and it would be, like, Ratro, ashy, 800, 800, and then, like, Job and had like 200 and it would have been the 200 or something yeah so like yeah. What he was thinking but you know yeah not just like fluff floss to the there also it actually probably would have been because it was like i think he said what the top 25 percent, the lowest of that so it would have probably dipped down to whoever was like the 110 or something in that scenario yeah
2: yeah so it's gonna be interesting it, you know i think you know people need to be careful though because you know i could see a scenario where look, we don't know how many are going to be allocated there. So if you say, oh, well, I'm in for 200, but, <laughs> you know, you'd be very careful because that lowest bid that wins could theoretically be you. Yeah, in which case, people, yeah, yeah. so, you know, don't, don't outsmart yourself saying, well, I'm in for 500 because it will be way less than that. Well, what if only four people do it and somehow you're adding? I'm just trying to encourage caution and, and you know, yeah, very don't push
1: crypto in any form with only what you can afford to lose.
2: Don't, don't write a check you can't cash. That won't end well. Um, so that that I you think we've covered orange? Do you think people get that?
0: Yep.
2: Okay. Uh we've got Valentine's. And that one, I think this one's gonna be a lot of fun. I think this is gonna be really interesting. So I'll I'll describe it as I understand it. And if you guys have a different interpretation, step up. So We're going to spin a few times. First thing we're going to determine is whether we are going to be, uh, you know, I guess, rewarding or celebrating uh, tiers or a specific edition. Um, If it's a tier, you know, it'd be all tier threes at that given time or tier two. Uh, So if it's tier, then we'll spin and find out what tier it is that we're, all tiers would be, or all, all editions in that tier would be eligible. Conversely, and this is the one that I think is gonna be really fun, is when it comes up on, you know, instead of tier, a specific edition. And then we're gonna spin the wheel again and find out what specific edition it is that we will. It's the only that edition, whether it's the monster, you know, or Maybe anybody I just, else's. We the all only.
1: thought we were just gonna hold it for a while. Like
2: Yeah. Yeah. So Snow Rats yeah it could be could be snow rats could be ratros could be any any of the editions and you know that that's going to be very interesting and fun to me because you know the dispersion and holder composition of each unique edition is so varied that yeah for example you know let's not forget how they were minted and distributed was that if you bought an entire sheet you know there's going to be far less distribution than if you bought one sheet, that was your whole sheet basically. And then the only other people that got those were, you know, stackers and, you know, depending if they hit a hot square uh, or, you know, a super bowl square basically. Whereas, you know, if you were in for 10 or five per sheet, he basically slammed all those together. In which case they are far more equally distributed. So, Depending on what edition pops up, you know, some people are going to be really well positioned, uh, you know, one day and, and maybe not the next. And I think it's going to be really interesting. And then, you know, what will people like to do with them? You know, someone, you know, and if FOMO has got a ton of his edition, for example, what let's say his his pops up, you know, does he say, "This is wonderful, I'm going to just eat everyone's lunch and you know dominate this wheel." If he does that, he's going to have to burn a lot of his Valentines, which, as we know, makes it less powerful. So, you know, what is he going to do? And I'm just using that as an example. But, you know, all these people, I think it's going to be very interesting.
1: Yeah, and I wonder what the allocation is going to look like drop to drop for the Valentine Wheel. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't think it's going to expand if someone does all 4,000 of theirs. I don't think there's going to be 50 added to that. I think there's still going to be the same. Yeah. Three to five, or whatever the range is. I, I'll, I don't I'll think... take the other side of that.
2: I'll bet that that one is a bit you know, dependent upon how many get burned because I think he would want to reward you with someone He said, you know, like, fuck it, I'm going to burn a thousand. You know, like if Rat, you know, if rat comes up and he says, I want to burn a thousand, I, I don't, I don't know. I I could be extremely wrong, be but I would weird, imagine that it would that... be a
1: weird way to subvert the burn wheel, though. It would yeah, be like weird wild card I I think there will be s- not a hard cap but some level of a mm. expectation cap there it's fun yeah. to get it on the on the line here right and see yeah. how like but yeah. I just I would I think the things that dictate our and expand are the burn wheel and it's I think if we go heavy on the real burn that day mm. five or could go to the pink yeah but I think just like quad and like he did he did mention uh, not to get ahead of your thing and i know we've gone pretty long today but there's a lot going on um quads and threesies yep. did say that's not going to just be one pick each time so like correct yeah so
2: last time we would essentially you know spin you know for essentially one edition of a threesy right and that was who got it and so reading between the lines i interpret that as more like trait driven right like I would imagine he you know spins the wheel and it's uh, maybe series two through eight let's say for example and it's you know let's say it comes up on you know series two it could be everyone with the series two trait is on that wheel and he, uh, hypothetically I don't know. I'm just he was basically saying it's not going to be one person who wins based on one three Z so I would imagine it's more trait driven what do you guys
0: think? Yeah, I mean, with the threes thing, he said that it could either be, you know, today might be Gen One or today might be Gen Two. And then no, I no think- he said
2: no, he said Gen One and Gen Two every day.
0: Oh, they're lumped in together. Okay. No,
2: they're separate. So you know, there's two separate 2. spins. He didn't say how many spins, but he said there are there's there's an allotment for Gen One three and an allotment for th- Gen 2s.
1: Okay. <laughs> I, I I don't know if there's anything funnier than Kitch's face on the there's two separate spins and like seeing the real time that like the math gif of like you know all the like numbers and stuff circling around like he really did did just hit like a different universe for a second I'm like
0: I didn't smoke today I'm
1: Trying to figure this, this stuff out it's glorious man like I don't know why it caught me like that but so just, we, we don't okay. know right it's just saying like holder utility on those I think is going to get rewarded more than yeah. it's you know like people are going to go like, oh, why didn't I get another quad? One, they've never been that easy. Uh, yeah. Two, you had a chance. Like,
0: Yeah. So, so with so, the but, Valentine's thing, are we spinning the wheel before the game, or before the the day of the event to know what we're burning? I would think we would uh, know well, the form, right? Well,
2: you know, I, I think it has to be before, it also for a calculation of the spread, right? Because
1: mm.
2: I don't know, you know, for example, you know, let's say luch's valon let's say it's yeah, monster uh, it, came up right yeah yeah you in like, my hell, yeah because you know you've got way more of those than anybody else so i would think that that would be you know like something that's done i don't know if it necessarily be announced perhaps I, I don't know but i do think that it would be known at least for the purposes of making a spread, setting a spread. yeah so I, I think that one's going to be really fun, personally. I don't know. I think that's probably the wheel that I'm looking most forward to. Uh, a lot of moving parts. Yeah, a lot of moving parts. And I think it be really interesting to see because, and I, I really think the fun, it's not going to be as fun on tier, although, I don't know, we'll see. But I, I, I'm really looking forward to hitting a specific edition and then just seeing what sort of madness goes down based on what edition it is, who's got it, what they choose to do. I think there's going to be a lot of unknown variables there that will make it really fun for everybody.
0: Speaking of madness and unknown variables, what's happening with that wheel this time? Because we used to have a madness wheel that it would kind of roll over. He's just nixed that that completely, or has he reworked it? No madness wheel. Yeah. For Um, now.
1: The last last thing, sorry to loop back on the Valentine thing. one thing that pops up, most of our rookies, there's a couple newer ones great but most of them were here for valentine's and even if this wasn't a giant splash for him, it's a chance for them to have a day or two where they've got a decent shot at playing that wheel heavier or something so Good point. it'll be i think it'll be something fun to see some leg ups for people there as well depending on how the pick on that goes could be rat five out of ten times you know who knows yeah
2: I think it's a good example, too, of how he is so conscientious and thoughtful about not skewing this towards just, you know, mega holders and whales every day where you're like, you know, hey, if it if it hits an addition that they don't have or, you know, it it could be your day every day. Pretty fun. yeah. Um, And then, yeah, I think the last last thing is quads. Right. So. And, you know, he also kind of insinuated that it was going to be less, you know, like, hey, this specific edition wins it today. Um, so I'm not sure if that means
1: driven i driven by auras or, you know, um, you know, any of the spectrums stuff, you know. or whatever. I figured yeah. we wouldn't have to spin the wheel against people that hit on the other part of it, right? Like if it was an edition of three, maybe all three or. Okay, yeah. yeah, maybe
2: maybe something like that, too. Um,
1: it, it yeah. Might, yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I'll I'll uh, I'm gonna I'll I'm gonna wager. I think it has something to do with auras. Now I think he's gonna start teaching us about those. So we'll see. That could be fun. So. Three yeah. so,
1: yeah. a weekend this maybe maybe. <laughs> maybe maybe. Definitely be maybe. Coming out this weekend too. I think. Keep an eye out. It's possible. Father's Day is is a hot one around here. So.
0: It's always it a surprise be. drop, so just wait on that form and follow the okay. instructions and fill it a out. Of,
1: a lot of stuff. Thank we you. should have a lot of content coming up, so thanks for yeah. sticking with us this time. Yeah, you guys Yeah, know. and I guess
2: next Friday, we're going to have a lot to discuss, do not we?
0: It's going to be a wild episode next week. It's probably yeah. like a, a must we'll have it.
2: We'll know what the new team is, and
1: we'll have the results after the first week, and I'm sure we'll have all learned a lot. So I've tried three times to say the I forgot what did you say the new team was, and he's never been <laughs> yeah. dudes a dudes of vault. He's yeah, he's, he's uh, oh, and the, vault, the vault draw will still be there. Throw Tez in the vault when it comes up on the form. I believe it's still a part of it.
0: That's the easiest thing to do. I've yeah. hit so many vault cards; it's ridiculous. Just do it. If it's and, there,
2: yeah, and even if you don't, you know, it is a you know, it, it does benefit the community. So. Yep. Always, yeah. It's also one test It is one test It's
0: like it's mandatory it at this point. I mean,
2: like
1: we're assuming it's gonna be the same on there, like. But fair enough.
2: Yeah, it, historically it's been one, and I guess we're doing double drops now. But yeah, it was one test per form historically. So definitely, um, toss your seventy two cents into the ring.
0: oh Yeah. So happy Father's Day to those dads out there, and I uh, look forward sex. to. Yeah. Congrats on the sex, and we'll see you on Tuesday. Oh, happy Juneteenth! You got that day off. Rock on! Bye, everybody.
2: Bye.